0: Anybody want to address the elephant in the room right away? <laughs> Which elephant? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll just say it. There's been a lot of complaining. There's been a whole lot of bitching. And it's coming from a couple fan bases. One of them I'm not really worried about. But to address the other one in the Florida panhandle, there was no right answer. There wasn't. You could, like, I will say this, and I say this from a complete non-biased standpoint of even being a Florida fan, and I will give Florida State their flowers. They got screwed. However, if you would have left out Alabama, you would have screwed Alabama. So there was no right answer, and everybody's screaming and crying SEC bias. Uh, that's been earned over a long, substantial period of, Dominance at a national level, regardless of whether it was just Alabama or whoever. I mean, you can date it all the way back to 2006 when Florida started the run of SEC titles that we've had between Florida and Georgia and LSU and Auburn and Alabama. I mean, that's been earned by the conference.
1: Yeah, it... Look... I said this to you, Chad came over and watched the Alabama game with me, the second half of the SEC championship with me on Saturday. And then we watched the ACC championship together, and obviously I was cheering for Louisville. That way, you know what? The the committee's bailed out. They don't have to worry about it. But I told Chad during the game, I said, look, if, if Florida State gets in, I'm not going to be mad. Like I will understand. He did say that. I, I completely understand if Florida State gets in over us because they're undefeated ACC champs. Like I get it. However, I felt it deep in my bones that they were not going to get in, and this is something that that a lot of people have kind of overlooked. But I remember, an elephant never forgets. If you go back to the week after or the week of Jordan Travis's injury and you watch the rankings, Florida State was five in that in that initial ranking when that happened. And when they asked the college football playoff committee chair member, Boo Corrigan, why was Florida State five? He said, we are not going to judge Florida State solely based on what they've done. We are going to judge Florida State on who they are moving forward. We're not going to... That doesn't mean that they won't make the playoff, but it doesn't mean that they're for sure in. So all they can do is go out and play the games and, and win. In saying all of that, he basically set himself up to have that out of, well, we moved them up after... They beat Florida because rivalry game and, you know, we we had another team go down. So whatever. They go back up to, the, they they knew that either Ohio State or Michigan was going to fall out of the top four that weekend. So they knew that Florida State was naturally going to fall back into that four position. That sets up the, the conference championship week where Florida State then plays again. And look. It, it sucks for Florida State because not only was it not their, not their starting quarterback, it also wasn't their backup who played the entire Florida game and would have had a game under his belt. Maybe they look better. But there's so much speculation that the sample size of what Florida State was post-Jordan Travis was not good.
2: Yeah, no, you're totally right. I honestly think at the end of the day, What the committee did wrong going into conference championship week is they didn't have anybody placed in the right spot. And we talked about this last week. Oregon ranked five, honestly, should have been looked at a little bit differently. If you had Texas and Alabama a little bit higher, you don't have the whole controversy of the committee doing three things in the same year that they've never done before in the history of the college football playoff, which is take the number one team and take them out of the rankings after a loss. That's never happened. They've never had a number eight team jump into the top four after conference championship week, and they've never left out a power five conference champion. And they did all three on Saturday, which looks sketchy, but it is what it is. This is also a very unprecedented season with how things have been. This is the first time we've ever had what I considered six teams that really deserve, you could say five, maybe six, that deserve to play in the playoff, but there's only a fourteen team playoff. So at the end of the day, Chad's right. There was not a right answer. There was not a wrong answer. At the end of the day, somebody was going to be pissed off. And with what we got, we will get the best games. I do I do think Florida State deserved a shot to show that they could have competed. But at the end of the day, I think they looked at both teams. They said, Florida State's without Jordan Travis. We've seen what they've done the last two weeks. We've seen what, what Alabama's been the last couple of weeks. They beat Georgia. It was the number one team. And at the end of the day, we're going to get a better game, Michigan versus Alabama. There's a better chance we get a better game of Michigan versus Alabama and then Texas versus Washington. So that's got to be the four. And you know what? We're going to get some good games out of it. So take it as it is.
0: You're 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 very much correct on all those fronts. The one thing that I am severely annoyed by in all of this Excuse me, is that everybody now is screaming? And this is the detriment of it happening this year, the year before the twelve-team playoff. It's a little suspicious. Very. But I mean, and I'm not one of the. Um, it is very suspicious, and I'm not one of those people. I've literally seen people cry and rigged. Get out of here. No, that's that's impossible. This is not all elite wrestling. Okay, this is not the world wrestling entertainment. You can't rig college football. It is impossible to do so. But the thing that really gets on my nerves is now everybody's like, see, this is why we need a 12-team playoff. No, it isn't. This is why we need a 16-team playoff. We have discussed it so many... Shut up, Matt. We... (laughs) 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 We have discussed it, minus Matt, who thinks that it should be Michigan and Washington picked by a computer... So many times, at least Witt and I have on this show, that they should have started at six and then tried eight and then seen if 12 was feasible. I do not think that 12 is feasible. You will never change my mind about that. The reality of the situation is that there's realistically maybe what I would say seven teams. I'm not, I would even throw Ohio State in the mix because they've only lost one game to Michigan. Now, you know, regardless of Kyle McCord and his play at quarterback, still enough talent on that team where I think you could put Ohio State in the conversation to be like, that team can win a national championship. You could say the same with Georgia, and you could say the same with Florida State, regardless of whether they did or did not have Jordan Travis. 13-0, Power 5 ACC champion, they did what they were supposed to do, and it sucks for them. Well,
1: it's kind of ironic, though, because last year, when they met, this was supposed to be the first year of the 12-team playoff, but the ACC was one of the loudest squeaking wheels saying, "No, no, no, we want one more year of the 14-team playoff. Let's not start it till conference realignment in 2025 or 2024, whenever, whenever conference realignment. We want one more year of the 2020 of the 14-team playoff, and so 2023 will be the last year it'll get its curtain call. And in all irony. The ACC team that's Power Five undefeated, they get left out. But I, but but look, let me ask you this because I feel like we are both we're all on different pages. I hate the playoff in general. I know that you guys like it, but I'm indifferent about it. It's I, let me let me. Re- I, I don't hate it. I thought it was a stupid idea from the beginning. And I understand why they did it. And they've been validated a couple times by having a number four team win it. Once it was Alabama, once it was Georgia, once it was Ohio State. But, look. We talk about this all the time. Winning games should matter. Guess what? The playoff kind of already somewhat tarnished that. So, why not just jump straight to 16? Just jump straight to 16. No. Why?
0: Because this isn't the FCS. And that's what I was that's what I was fixing to say. Is outside of Ohio State, Georgia, Florida State, the first three left out, and then the four that are in, going back from eight to twelve, Ole Miss Missouri, I'll rule out Oregon, in state. I don't even I'm missing one. No, that's five teams. So I got I got it. When were the were they going to compete for a national championship? I don't think so. That's that's my point. Like, why do we keep expanding and giving teams the opportunity to play for a national championship? A, you would have completely like. If, let's just look at it from a formality. Penn State's two losses wouldn't have mattered. Uh, Ole Miss's two losses wouldn't have mattered. Missouri's two losses wouldn't have mattered. Oregon lost to Washington twice. Now they were hellacious games. But they wouldn't have mattered. And now that we can, like, you going from, I don't like 12, I don't want to go to 16. Look at, just look at what the FCS has done, right? Let's use the FCS as an example. At the end of the day, if your name is not North Dakota State, South Dakota State, or like Montana in the past few years, who makes it? people want expansion and they talk about this and that and the other we have a prime example of the lower tier level where the same two teams from north and south dakota make it anyway so why are we continuing to expand college football is not a level playing field it's not and you want it and people want to talk about expansion you're and adding teams point, in Chad. you're just proving a point continue but the, I'm, then i'm with you then i'm with you then but that's why i like it at 6 i don't want 12 it's not an even playing field. This is not the National Football League. No one starts with the same salary cap. I'm not done, Matthew Whitbarfield. I can't see you. <laughs> I know that. I, Matt's wife's computer sucks. Sorry, Ree. I don't know if you can hear me down there. But th- there, there is not a legitimate... Sp- more than six or seven teams who can win the national championship anyway. It's not. And people can people can talk about, yes, it sucks for Florida State, but let me ask you this question. I don't think Tate Rodemaker, even if he comes back, the only team in the playoff I think they have a legitimate chance to beat is Washington. And at the same time, Washington doesn't have a great defense, but neither did Florida. Louisville's wasn't that great. And look at what Brock Glenn did. They didn't do anything. So no, not sixteen, not twelve, not eight. I'm in the four and no more crowd, but maybe six. If BCS, we're gonna expand, we're not BCS. going to the BCS. I'm not for the BCS. I'm not because at the end of the day, so you're telling me that Michigan. The reality of the matter is, is that the national championship game was played in Atlanta on Saturday. It was. And I'm, that is SEC homerism. If you don't like it, you can kiss my hindquarters. Like it was played Saturday. The BCS was. If think about this, that the BCS computer modeled and said Georgia and Alabama. We want to see the rematch. Michigan, Washington, Texas, and Florida State would now all be up in arms
1: but together. That that wouldn't be the computer model. The computer model would be Washington and Michigan. Michigan
2: would be 1, okay. Washington would be 2, reeling, Florida State would reeling be 3. Off of but that, but, but then Alabama and of Georgia that, up in arms. Matt, BCS. Do you think this year with everything that's happened, do you think it was tougher for Alabama to go 12 and 1 or for Michigan to go 13 and 0 with their schedules? Oh, it was definitely tough definitely definitely Alabama 12 and 1. Do you think it was tougher for Alabama to go twelve and one or Washington to go thirteen and zero. Alabama twelve and one. I I don't disagree with any of this. That I, is why I
1: understand that. That is exactly but, but, why we
2: need the playoff because everyone, no
1: but, one, but, from but Alabama never would have scheduled Texas as a non conference opponent had the BCS still been in place. Then that right. waters
0: down the schedule.
1: That's but it, it, it's one game that watered down, one game. Except
0: that, But that game had significance. If you schedule Idaho State, now it doesn't mean shit.
2: But listen, that's a different conversation. Either way, we all know every conference is made different. There's no conference that is the same as the other. We as SEC fans know the SEC is the best conference. An SEC schedule is tougher than 90% of the other schedules at a conference. And yes, at some points, the Big Ten can be tough or tougher than an SEC schedule like when the SEC East is weaker. Um, But at the end of the day, you can't take – like a year like this year, you can't take an undefeated Michigan, an undefeated Washington, an undefeated FSU, a one-loss Alabama that won the SEC with the highest strength of schedule out of all four of those teams, and a one-loss Texas team that won the Big 12 – and beat the Alabama team that should be in. You can't take two of those teams, the two undefeated teams who played the easiest schedules and put them against each other, and then say, well, too bad, Alabama, you lost. You lost a game. Too bad, Texas, you lost a rivalry game to Oklahoma. At the very least, the four-team playoff gives you a little bit of a leeway where you could drop a game and pray that the the right things work out in your favor to where you can still make the playoff. It doesn't always work out this year. Ohio State, one loss, didn't make it. Georgia, one loss, didn't make it. FSU, went undefeated, it's the first time ever the undefeated Power 5 champion didn't make it. That's why I like the 14 playoff. And I think now that we've had this, and this is the first time that I've ever thought this, I never thought I would ever say this, but I actually think six is the correct number. And I know... This It's recency yes. bias, but at the end of the day, you still have controversy. You can still create value for the New year Six games, which I think is important, and you still have the bowl games. Moving to 12 completely gets rid of all that, and that's what I hate about it. The games don't matter. Whoever's the two or three lost team, especially in the SEC, you're probably going to make it more than likely. Um Now you got a group of five teams that are going to get into the playoff, which is fine because... It gives them something to play for, but at the same time, like Tulane would get destroyed in the playoff this year. Liberty would get destroyed in the playoff this year. There's no reason to stick a li- like Liberty or Tulane in just to add a twelfth team. It doesn't make sense. Six, we started have- the auto bid. Six, we still have controversy. Georgia versus Ohio State. That's an argument. Georgia should be in. I fully believe that Georgia's a better team, in my opinion, and Georgia played. On paper, maybe not a tougher schedule, but I'd say a similar schedule than Ohio State, unless you overrank the Big Ten like a lot of people do. But then the end of the day, you still have that controversy of, all right, we got six teams. Six versus seven can be a conversation. Not every year. Sometimes you get a two-loss Michigan or a two-loss Alabama, maybe, or two-loss Georgia, whatever, that sneaks their way in and probably doesn't deserve it because, as we know, Two lost teams should not get to play for a national championship, even though LSU did in the BCS era in 2007, but it still gives us, it gives you enough room to lose a couple games. It's more fair because, like I said, the schedules are so different and at the same time, you still get a little controversy. You still get the best teams playing each other and with six teams, I think you get better games than you've been getting with four. Because a lot of times with Ford, you just have to throw teams in because you think they deserve to be in, like Florida State would have been this year, like TCU was last year.
1: So, so um, uh, here's where I stand on the playoff. I think twelve is I, I think twelve is good. I think sixty and 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 I'm with you. I I I hate the twelve team playoff. I think it's stupid. However, what you want to know what was really stupid. Hey, we have five quote power leagues, and we're going to give four playoff spots because you open yourself up to this opportunity where you were basically going to have to tell one league, "Hey, your league's not as as worthy as the others this year." You open yourself up to that. Oh, and by the way, it's human beings who are all going to sit down and decide this. Human beings are able to decide whatever. If you go when when you go to a twelve team playoff. Which I have avidly been against, but guess what? You get rid of, you get rid of controversy, which could be a good thing, because guess what? Now you don't have to worry about the Ohio State fans being mad because they got left out with one loss, and them but, saying like, "Oh no!"
2: But you do but, have to worry about the three-loss LSU's being pissed they didn't make it in. But but and that's, that's not
1: going to happen. But but at that point, guess what? You lost three games. Get over it. Win more. Yeah. And 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 that's why I I I would rather. Say you know what? Are the games going to be compelling between, like, if a twelve seed upsets a four seed or a five seed in in the first round, which is possible, and I wholeheartedly believe it because let's just take the rankings for what they are right now. Oklahoma or Ole Miss? I think I don't remember who who it was. Was the twelve seed? Was it? I think Missouri. Twelve seed. Missouri's, was Liberty. Missouri's 10
0: was Wouldn't that liberal? Uh, well, no, now, the twelve seed, I think would have been Liberty if it's built in the way that they have it currently, but that has to change.
1: The, the, yeah. That's got to change. Well, that's what I, I've been saying that too. You got to get rid of the G five auto bid because that, right that right now the way they've got it set up, or the way that it's been talked about, they're setting it up as like the top six conference champs. No, get rid of that. That's a terrible rule. Just rank twelve teams, and the top twelve. If they are an undefeated team like UCF was a few years back. They're going to be
2: in that top 12. They just are. I agree. Liberty with had the worst. I agree with you, Matt. I do agree with you, but I will say in counter argument, uh, me and someone else is having this conversation. It's the only reason I know this stat. UCF was 14 going into that ranking in 2017. So on a 12 team playoff, they technically would have missed it. Now, granted, maybe the committee looks Fine. at it different when you know, okay, we got an undefeated team that's blown everybody out they look good even though they haven't played a great schedule maybe we put them in over a three loss lsu but 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 we
0: gave we gave the g5 their shot we did we gave the g5 their shot cincinnati just based off of what you said we gave them that opportunity and look cincinnati was a really good team that year i will not argue that cincinnati should not have been in the playoff i think they should have they did it two years in a row, and they finally gave them their opportunity to get in. And that was an incredibly talented Luke Fickle-led Cincinnati team. Desmond Ritter, Sauce Gardner, there's there was dudes on that team who are now in the NFL. That Cincinnati team has guys littered throughout the NFL. But that Cincinnati team was different. That whole complex of college football was different. Because look at what's happened since. Look at the conference realignment that's happened since. The AAC was the clear best G5 conference with Tulane and Cincinnati and Memphis and UCF and USF and names that have been around the top of the G5 landscape throughout the history of college football. They were there. They deserved that spot. Now, with all the realignment, your best G5 team has been shifted into the big 12 or your best g5 teams have been shifted into the big 12 or the acc smu's gone uh two um, not two lanes there but cincinnati's gone byu is gone houston's gone they're all moved on to now what is going to be the power four conferences and like matt was just fixing to say there's 133 teams in fbs there will be 134 next year which again, why the hell are so many of these teams moving up? For that's another discussion. But Liberty had the 133rd ranked strength of schedule yes. in the country, and they're going
1: to they're going to an Access Bowl. Yeah, by the way,
0: and they're they're playing Oregon,
1: who if Bo Nix doesn't play, they're going to smack. They're, I think Oregon still beats. That's them. That's what I'm saying. They're going like to, they're going to smack Liberty. Like it, it just.
0: I don't like the G5 bid. I don't like anything about the 12-team playoff. I'm with Wit. It's 6.
1: No, but it, it, let me go back to my point, though. Sure, when you look at it from a grand scheme, 12-1 would not be compelling. But guess what would be compelling? 12-5, Oklahoma versus Florida State. That would be a compelling game. Hell of a bowl game last year. Yeah, exactly. That would be your first-round matchup. Oh, and by the way, that game would be in Tallahassee. Uh, The 6-11 game, they would flip it to where Penn State was 11, Georgia-Penn State in Athens. People in Athens are going to get amped up for that game. Your 7-10 matchup would be Ohio State, Ole Miss, and Columbus. That's a compelling game. That's a good matchup. 8-9, Oregon-Mizzou, compelling game, good matchup. Now, when you take those teams and you say, all right, most likely in that scenario – Oklahoma's beating Florida State because there is no there is no, Jordan Travis on that team. So Oklahoma's then going to play Michigan, and that's probably not going to be as compelling of a game. But it could be. Think about it this way, all right? Do we know that Michigan would absolutely steamroll LSU this year? LSU couldn't stop them. That's for sure. <laughs> but could Michigan stop Jaden Daniels? Are we sure that that could happen? Don't you try to win me over on this play. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. So if somehow LSU sneaks in as a 12 seed and then they get a matchup that's just better for them at five and then they go on or they, they win that game, there is a there is a way this year the 12-team playoff actually kind of won me over a little bit because for, for one reason and one reason only – You said there's realistically seven teams that could compete for a national championship, and you're not wrong. I think there's really just five. I think it's the four that made it plus Georgia that could really compete for a national championship. But guess what? All of those teams that are right now, five through 12, outside of Florida State, if you threw in LSU, I don't know who I would pick in a lot of those games. Like, Oregon-Mizzou would be a fantastic game. Awesome. That would be a fantastic game. You're telling me that that game in Como or in Odson, whichever one they decided for it to be in, that that game wouldn't be unbelievably packed because there's going to be a home game. You're telling me that that's for sure going to be an Oregon win? Don't
0: do win me over, Matt Hell.
1: No, I'm just asking. Don't you win me over. So stop my, it. So it, it, I'm firm in my opinion. Ole Miss, Ole Miss Ohio State in Columbus. Are you sure that Ohio State's going to win that game? With Kyle McCord, I don't think so. Ex- that's my point. So if you take this year in a vacuum, and now, yes, you're right, but that would put Olmis going in to play I think Texas in a bowl game,
0: and I don't think and, they'd and win.
1: I don't either, but but then why Adam? Th- because all right, LSU. Again, I'm going to go I'm gonna use LSU as an argument for a lot of things. Because LSU lost games this year, but LSU was in every game that Jaden Daniels played the entire game in. They were in that Alabama game until Jaden Daniels got hurt and then they were no longer in it. So are you telling me for sure that if LSU and Texas played right now, that Texas would for sure win? I think Texas would win because I don't think LSU could stop it, but I think it would be fun and I think it'd be a barn burner. It would it, and I mean we've seen Texas struggle with lesser opponents than LSU.
0: You're, all right, here's my one counter argument because you're winning me over and I don't like it. I don't like it. Georgia's getting upset. Once we get past the first round, as compelling as the first round is, do any of those teams stand an honest chance of getting to the end or at the end, is it going to be Michigan, Georgia, and Alabama?
1: It probably is. Like, in Generally speaking, you're probably going to have the best team... From all year come out on top. However, okay, then. However, with the transfer portal and NIL, this is proof this year that the playing field has somewhat been leveled. Aside from Georgia, who is was still a dominant program for a whole season.
0: Did that rolling ball of Butcher Knives disband?
1: I uh, just ran into a, a brick elephant. Um, <laughs> it, 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 it You threw me off there. <laughs> but if if you look at what Georgia was all year, do I think that Georgia would beat all of those other teams? Yeah. I also think Georgia would beat Washington. I also think Georgia would beat Michigan. I also think Georgia would beat Texas. I, and if Georgia and Alabama had to play again, I don't like Alabama's chances just because it's hard to beat that same team twice. Nonetheless, <laughs> it, the 12-team playoff, while I hate it because it does make other games less meaningful – I like it for the sense that we have seen this year more parity in college football than we've seen in a very long time, which ironically did not really happen in the top 10. There were less upsets in the top 10 this year than there were in any year since 2006. It didn't feel like that because everyone was so close throughout the top 25 outside of the top 10. And I really do think that there are teams that are on that verge like your LSUs, Notre Dame-Ohio State, that was a three-point game. Notre Dame was the number 16 team in the country this year.
0: I have one more point to make. And while I think that you make a fairly solid point, I don't like the fact that we're adding these games in for no other value other than for monetary reasons. Because that's all it's about, is it? it is it though? I think it's monetary. I one hundred percent I do think I it, think it's about the dollar. It's about the dollar. Well I mean and that's why we're a lot at, of
1: these games in bowl games.
0: But that that's what I'm saying though. So so well, why are we why are we eliminating the value which and I may, I have still have value in the New Year's six. I don't think the rest of people in college football do. I personally still have value in the New Year's Six. So why are we eliminating New Year's Six bowls? Because that is almost your your bronze medal for missing the playoff. And I get it. That sucks. That's not what you want. But you still have these... What's the word I'm looking for? Interesting matchups? Possibly in the New Year's Six, minus take Liberty out. But like you still have these interesting matchups. And yes, I get it. There's more value on it from the playoff standpoint. The kids are here. The kids are here. Lucy's back for her picks, baby. But regardless, I'm not for it. My whole point is, is I'm not for it. Lucy, what do you have to say?
1: Alabama. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Woo! That's my girl. So let me ask you this, Wit. all right? Okay. Would you rather go to the Orange Bowl and play against Florida State this year, knowing that you have no shot at moving forward and advancing? Or would you rather have a home game against Penn State in Athens on December 20th with an opportunity to move on to a semifinal game where you can avenge your loss against Alabama by beating the tar out of Washington?
2: Matt, that question was really stupid. Uh, Obviously, you want the playoff game, but at the same time... yeah. You could do that with six. And Georgia could have a Georgia could have an away playoff game against Texas in Austin, which would also be really cool. Obviously, I'd rather be in Athens, but playing in Austin would be cool. And then the loser of that game plays the loser of Florida State and Alabama, which would probably be Florida State. And they can go play in the Orange Bowl. And then you still have the New Year's six. You have the value of those four bowl games and you keep that tradition. And to me, that's a large part of why I think six is better than 12, because with 12, you just pretty much get rid of the New Year's six games and those like the Orange Bowls, the Peach Bowls, the Sugar Bowls, the Rose Bowls. And instead, you put them as quarterfinals and you put them as semifinals every year instead of cycling, which I absolutely hate. So that's why I don't like 12. That's why I hate 16 even more. That's why if you're going to do it, you got to start at 6 and then move up from there. It won't happen. It's going to be 12. We're going to have to live with it. We're going to have to talk about it next year. But as of now, that's my opinion.
0: Realistically, I'm just going to ask this one question, and I'm going to ask Lucy. And then we're going to ask Maddox. Lucy, 12 teams or 6 teams? Which one? Um, 6 teams. She gets it. She gets it. Maddox, 12 teams or 6 teams? <laughs>
1: Teams or six teams?
0: They want six. The kids have spoken. They want six. FTK. Anna Marie FTK six or twelve. Anna Marie says six is the right answer. And we're gonna pause for station identification while Matt goes to parenting. <laughs>
1: well, alrighty then. <laughs> and now we're back. And we're back. Where were we? Ah uh, yes, why? 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 Sixteen teams is the best. Uh, is the, best the kids spoke, we, dude. The kids have just, spoken. No, all right, no, look, I, I, get, get, done.
2: I, can we move on? Can we move on to talking about something else? Can we talk about the transfer portal or, some we, we the or something? We we can. I just have
1: I have I have one more statement, okay, and then I'm done okay. because I I, ha, I I feel like I have to get this in because unfortunately, may he rest in peace. He is no longer here to do it. Mike Leach, the great great Mike Leach predicted that all of this was going to happen when it started because he said and I quote how come at literally every level of football from high school to division 3 to division 2 to division 1 A, and then in the NFL we have playoff systems, and they've worked, and no one's questioned them, and there's never been a, oh, well, that's going to be a boring matchup so they don't get to do it, and there's not a there's not 12 guys sitting in a room that decide who the four Georgia high school football teams are that are going to play for state championships are. That's not how it works. Mike Leach says, just go look at how they do playoffs and I don't know, D3, D2, FBS 1AA, NAI. NAIA, NFL, they all have playoff systems, and they all work. It should not be that hard to figure out how to make one work in college football. Regardless of whether games are compelling or not, regardless if the same teams win every year, the same teams are winning every year right now. What's the difference?
2: Yes. How dare you bring the pirate into this? (laughs) Yeah. May he rest
0: in peace. Uh, Look, you made some very compelling arguments, I I will say. And it made me, when you laid it out from a 2023 perspective, it sounds awesome. In 2024, like, let me just say this, for the sake of college football, I hope it works. I hope I'm wrong. I don't like the direction the sport's going. It's not the same sport that I've watched My whole life. I don't like it. I'm 26 years old and I'm screaming at the sky. However, I hope it works. I really do. I hope the 12-team playoff is compelling. But I I, like my stance is still six because of what you just said. At the end of the day, the same four are going to get there. The same four are going to end up getting there. BCS. No. BCS. All right.
2: My last take on this because you guys got one more. I get one more. Do you yeah, like? Moving on. Do you watch the FCS playoffs or the FCS regular no. season? Do you I watch, don't watch the, the, the FCS in general? Do you watch the D two playoffs or the D two season? No. Do you, do you watch the NFL playoffs? Yes. Do you keep up with every game and want to watch every single game of the regular season in the NFL of the
1: NFL? Generally speaking, I watch Red Zone every week. So. Yes.
2: If the Jaguars lose a game, does it completely ruin your week? No. If Alabama loses a game, does it completely lo- ruin your week? Yes. Aha! That's the difference.
1: No, I mean I, I don't see that the, the, there is a difference.
2: Because because
0: the the lust like the pageantry of Division 1 FBS college football is what makes it so great. Listen, I love football. I watch the NFL. I'm a Falcons fan. I hope they win. But I can tell you right now, I don't have that same edge of my seat, frustrating, making me turn gray in my 20s feeling when I watch the Falcons, nor do I have that investment in the NFL like I do with college football. I can have two or three TVs going of games that I can get invested in, even if I'm not watching my team. All right, let me let me just. I can't do that in the NFL. Let me
1: let me get because rip- it doesn't mean the same. Let me get the my The rebut- is not there. I have your rebuttal. My rebuttal. The Seahawks made the playoffs at seven and nine. That's never going to happen in college football. But there's 133 teams in in college football. There's 32 in the NFL and the margin of victory in the NFL by and large between the worst team in the league and the best team in the league is razor thin. The difference between those teams is razor thin. You know why? Because they're all professionals and they've got limited rosters, There's which, 54-man which rosters. Which is why they
2: need across. more teams and we need less teams. So, you
1: just if you my point, take Matt. if if you take college football with what it is right now, why does it not matter when the Falcons don't? Or the, the Falcons can win their division at eight and eight this year. That's never going to happen. To even in the in a, in a sixteen-team playoff, or a twelve-team playoff, or a thirty-two-team playoff in college football, Alabama won't be able to lose more than three games and get in. Alabama wouldn't even barely be able to lose two games. Probably wouldn't be able to lose two games in some years. You don't, you, you, you're looking at it in this massive vacuum.
0: Here's the difference.
1: You're proving my point right Here, now, Matt. That was
2: all the, the point that I'm making.
0: That you are like, here's the difference. Here's what I think you're missing on that. The National Football League is, is the same sport as college football. They play the same game, but it is two different. It's the same sport, but it is not the same thing. Not there is not an equal pl- like there is not an equal playing field at the University of Indiana in Alabama. Correct. There is there is an equal playing field between the Atlanta Falcons and the Denver Broncos. Yes. So, you cannot emulate the NFL in a sport where everybody doesn't start at square one when the season starts over in the National Football League everybody starts at square one. When you get to the playoffs, everybody starts at square one because everybody has salary caps and roster space and cuts they have to make. You don't do that in college football. Alabama, Indiana, Sam Houston State, and Wyoming do not start on the same platform. You are 1,000% correct. So then you can't compare them. Okay. You can't compare
1: them. So, so emulating B- so their playoffs Does Buford start on the same playing field as South Effingham High School? Dude, there are... I'm one, just saying no, for argument's that sake That for
0: high school, you can't even compare
1: high school to I understand. Dude,
0: there are three high schools and a private school alone in the county we live. I know. And they're all vastly different. Yes. Do We live in a state of 11 million people. There are 100 and something plus counties all with either one high school coming... Forsyth County has, what, nine high schools? Witt lives in Cobb County. They have like 30 30 public schools, not to mention 30 more private schools. It's not the same. I understand it's not the same. Everything is not the same. This smart water is different than this monster I drank and this Powerade Zero that your wife drank. It's not the same. And that hot pocket Witt is eating is not the same as the IGA frozen... It's an, that egg roll is not the same as a hot pocket or an iga frozen chicken finger
1: yes it's all different I understand that but it's the same it's the same game but y'all are making my point in if you want to devalue games create a playoff you did that you created a playoff we didn't we added more no,
0: no. there's more value to game like you how? devalued one game yeah oh, how one game you devalued it now you're devaluing it even more by okay, expanding to 12 not,
1: my point is that if you're if your complaint is that games are going to be devalued you've already done that you've already made it to like in a season like how this so? year how so because you have to win the game all right this year this year alone y'all we talked about this earlier alabama couldn't have afforded their loss to texas because they'd be on the outside looking in right now you devalued that loss no, right. you didn't. Yeah. That loss
0: has value because if they would have lost to Georgia, it would have given them two, Matt. and then they were out for sure. Either way,
1: they already out. In, in the BCS, in the BCS, the way that it was set up, you rewarded teams for winning games. So Michigan, thirteen and zero, Washington, thirteen and zero, they're in. Guess what? They won their games. You devalued all of the teams that lost games. Georgia would have been in as the one seed. Had they beaten Alabama? As
0: they should have. Yes. Because there's value in the win. You're not devaluing anything.
1: But you devalued the loss.
0: No, you didn't. You did. No, you didn't. Like, the loss... Look, here's my thing. I get what you're trying to say. There is value in wins. But you reward value in winning. Okay, yes. They had the one loss. The loss is devalued, but you should not be punished completely for losing a game against a power let's, five opponent who you have in the playoff with you. This simplify. is three and four we're talking about. Let's, Texas and Alabama. We're not talking about Wyoming playing Arizona AM for the deaf. Like it no, not two. Not two. I am
2: damn it. I'm fired up tonight. <laughs> Matt, let's let's simplify it here. Chad's making it complicated. Do you enjoy college football less because there's four teams in the playoff? No. Of course you don't. You probably enjoy it more.
1: I'm not going then to enjoy we it less about when there's here. 12
2: teams. I'm not going to enjoy it less when there's 12 teams in the playoff either. Are you telling me when you play Auburn next year and you're 11-1 and one and Auburn is scra- scratching at the door to beat Alabama in an upset, are you telling me? Yep, you're gonna be just as nervous and just as spine tingled as you were this year when Alabama had to had to throw a prayer on a fourth and thirty to beat Auburn to stay in the playoff race. Yes, I will. Absolutely not. You, Absolutely the,
1: not. You don't know it. Also, you 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 also have to understand every year is so different. This year, two loss Alabama. Would have been maybe scratching to get in. And then that makes the SEC championship game a must win. A must in, in order to get in.
0: I don't actually think so. Not, what,
1: no, no. Who were, gonna, not.
0: who were they going to put in behind? 11-3 Alabama is in. If they have in. three losses. 11 and if they, they have three
2: losses, they've already beat Ole Miss. 11-3 and Alabama is in, 100%. They've already I beat just, Ole Miss.
0: you telling me that Penn State's better than Alabama?
1: But they would have gotten in over Alabama. No. No, I don't say it would have gotten in over Alabama. Brand carries weight. Brand does carry weight. Brand's why, brand is why we were in the playoff. Exactly. Exactly. But like that's what I'm like you.
0: I don't know how to. I got to say it calmly like wit. Because I'm just like amped and I'm going to go into explaining food again. <sighs> Should George I get the hot pocket upset. back out here? Please get the Hot Pocket back I'm, back.
1: I'm just saying, you complain about games being devalued, but they've already been devalued. They already have. That's but they been, haven't.
0: But they have. But they but they have it. You're talking all right. You're talking about the devaluation of one game because of the loss, but in reality, that versus loss is two games. What's the
1: difference between George, one versus Georgia, two? Georgia's, one Georgia's loss had value. Georgia's loss had value. That's why they're out. Yes, but then you can make the same argument for Ohio State they are loss had value because they're out but guess what it they it still would have been out if they were in the BCS <laughs> it, the, all those games would still count but the same see
0: here's my problem with the BCS is you can't just take you can talk about a vacuum you're taking Michigan and Washington in a vacuum and you're dismissing how good Alabama and Texas were this year that's what outside it's what, what literally outside of
1: happened the, for the history of college football that's what's happened
0: Okay, do you want to do, the, the, You know like, what we should like, do? We should go back to having the AP newspaper vote on who wins the national championship. Know, I thought
1: that was in the, That was a very imperfect system. They didn't even have the teams that were ranked at the so top play So then how was the BCS each? perfect? Because the the BCS system actually had the team that was ranked 1 and the team that was ranked 2 play against each other in the bowl game. That did not always happen. You would have number 1 play, you would have number 1 USC play against Penn State who was number 15 in the Rose Bowl, and then you would have Alabama in the Sugar Bowl play against Miami and who was ranked 14, and then Miami almost beat Alabama and USC lost, but guess what? USC we're still going to vote them one. That that that's different. There in the BCS system, number one plays number two. Winner gets a national championship. Congratulations, but, but in this, you went undefeated. But in the college football playoff era, we
0: give these teams an opportunity to play out a conference against some of the best four teams in the country to prove whether or not that was factual. I do not think that Michigan and Washington was the national championship because I have Alabama and Texas in it. I mean... So, going by your logic, your own team would not would be not, playing for national, national championship. Given a chance, and correct. Alabama, and Alabama is absolutely one of the best teams in the country. I mean, <laughs> they just beat, I'm, they just proved that yeah. they they beat the best team all year, and of the past but, three years, with
2: my head hurts. Please talk. Matt is right about the AP. The AP is, was terrible. Every national was, champion I, from 1998 to the beginning of time should not count. Fully believe that. I say that, I say that all the time. 1996 should count. I say that all the time. Should not count. Doesn't matter. 1998 was the beginning of the BCS. That's when a decent system was determined to pick a national champion. When they actually had a national championship game to play. Instead of these little bullshit Sugar Bowls and Rose Bowls. And just conference tie-ins. Just deciding what teams win. And then you got the media, of course. Of all people. Deciding who it was the national champion. The BCS was also flawed. And Matt... You're forgetting a very important a very important factor at the BCS. The controversy of the BCS was every single year, no one actually believed that that was a computer system picking those teams. I don't even believe that. I went back and looked at some of the rankings from before. I completely forgot. Half of those are like, you look at them and you go, well, how do they even come up with these? Where, what is the criteria of the BCS that has determined this? At the end of the day, they probably had a committee anyway. They probably had some system they were looking at, but I everything's behind closed doors, which is a big problem in college football. But at the end of the day, now you know it's a committee. Now the committee has to explain themselves. Do they do a good job? No. They do a terrible job. It's absolutely terrible. They have no criteria that they actually stick to. They can't, they they choose to give some teams the benefit of the doubt on certain things and not other teams because based on what they want to do. And it is what it is. And you know what? And we all scream at each other for it. And it's awesome. And that's why I like the four team, soon to be six team playoff once I take over as college football commissioner with Josh Pate, co commissioner.
0: It got really heated. Like they got really heated.
1: And Chad's the only one that got heated.
0: I am heated. I am. I yeah, whatever. I don't feel like I explained myself all that well because I got a little too excited and George got upset. But
1: the transfer portal's popping off, right? Transfer portal's popping. And I said this a few weeks ago, and I said it in our group me, that when you're looking at these coaching jobs, the most important question, if I am a coach of any Division I, FBS, Power 5 team, my first question of any interview is, how much NIL money do I have to work with? Lucy just walked
2: in here naked from her bath. <laughs> oh, wonderful.
1: I don't... uh.
0: I don't know what to do now <laughs>
2: <laughs> so this episode was just nothing about us nothing but us screaming about the playoff and it's what's funny is what everyone else is arguing is fsu versus alabama and we barely even talked about that we started with it and then we just went full-on into bcs versus 14 versus 16 versus 12 team versus 16 <laughs> team playoffs
0: all right so let's just let's just move on to pour one
2: out and cut them off with start us off this week, buddy. So I'm gonna be pouring one out for SEC environments because I got to go to the SEC Championship with a last-minute ticket provided to me by a good friend that I work with and ended up being pretty decent seats. Uh Mercedes-Benz Stadium was the most packed I've ever seen it. Uh it was insane. It was awesome. And uh I honestly one of the more Fun environments I've been in in college football, even despite Georgia getting beat. So, uh, Portman out for SEC environments. And I'm going to be cutting off feeling lousy because I'm very down and depressed and sad because this weekend was rough for me. And I had to come to terms with the fact that as of now, Kirby Smart and all reluctancy cannot beat Nick Saban on the first try. And that is a saddening fact to realize and saddening fact to say, but it is true. And unfortunately, I told myself after the game, I will never go to another Georgia-Alabama game as long as Nick Saban is the coach of Alabama. But I forgot, I already have plans to go to Georgia-Alabama next year in Tuscaloosa. So I'm going to have to endure the same thing again in Tuscaloosa, surrounded by those horrid Bama fans, so I'm sad. Matt, who you pour one out for? Well, at least that game won't matter who wins or loses. Um, it won't.
1: <laughs>
2: it won't. That's actually <laughs> true. That's actually very true. You know. You know what? It's very true. You know what? Pour one out for the 12-team playoff because that, that makes me <laughs> feel way better. <laughs> that game doesn't even matter.
1: If,
0: if only it Alabama, was 16. going to be in. It doesn't matter.
2: If only it was 16. If only it was 133, we should all get in. I, I agree. Inclusion, it matters.
1: Liberty's lives matter. Um. Anywho, so this week I am pouring one out. We're getting healthy. Uh, I decided that it's time to get back into uh into healthy Matt era after uh suffering from a concussion that knocked me for a loop, and uh still. Still feel a little drunk every now and then. Not ideal. Um, but we're getting better. The dizzy spells, they come, they go. Um, they have their moments. But overall, I must say that I've been been uh, made the decision that it is time to go back into my healthy mat era uh, like I was a, uh, a couple years ago. So um, time to get back in shape, just in time for the spring, and uh, get ready to uh, live a long, healthy life without high blood pressure. And I am cutting off myself. <laughs> There's so much going on There's behind There's a lot going on right now in the world of Matt Howell. <laughs> and my wife is stressed out. <laughs> so I'm going to go help out. Ahead. And I'll be back for pics. Chad. <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness. So if only you guys could hear what I hear going on behind me in the Howell residence right now, it is makes me really glad that I'm single with no children. Um, and no future and no hope of love. I'm like Ted Mosby. I'm sad. Shut up. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just kidding, man. I'm going to pour one out for, and I know what's going to get upset about this, but he told us not to talk about hockey. Um, But I'm pouring one out for the Arizona Coyotes, man. We do not talk about hockey very much on this show. I have got to pour one out for my squad out there in the desert doing big things. The boys are on fire. Witt's personal friend, Connor Ingram. Shout out, Connor Ingram has been phenomenal lately, man. you 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 could always pour one out for Connor Ingram. That's my boy. Yes. Connor Ingram, man. He's been on fire. The Arizona Coyotes have won five straight games all against the defending... Last five Stanley Cup champions, and it is awesome. The Arizona Coyotes are on fire, man. It is absolutely phenomenal to see the Coyotes Coyotes doing what they're doing right now. It's early on in the season. It's only December. There's a lot going on, but really good things from the Arizona Coyotes, and I am cutting off. We just yelled about it quite a bit, but I am cutting off college football as we know it. And for the last season of major regular season significance, for all these games that came down to the wire, that meant something, because regardless of what happened this year, next year it's not going to be the same with all 12 teams getting into the playoff and Alabama and Georgia were just playing for seeding. That's not as important as Alabama playing for their lives and eliminating Georgia. And I just, I hate that we're losing the SEC on CBS to go with it. It sucks. Pour one out for Brad Nessler, Gary Danielson, Vern Lundquist, the whole SEC on CBS crew, and the phenomenal run that they have had on CBS for so many years. It's been great to watch. That music not playing at 3.30 on CBS for the third Saturday in October or Florida, Georgia, or the Iron Bowl, or you know, even on Black Friday for Arkansas, Missouri, it's just not going to be the same, man. It's not going to be the same. So I'm cutting off college football, moving on from its roots without me. And Lucy, what are you excited about this week?
2: Roll oh, tie. Say it again. Tie.
0: Roll tide? What do you have to say to Uncle Grimace over here on the screen?
2: Um How did I, don't know. How did I come you up don't know? with the the nickname of Uncle Grimace?
0: You hear Uncle Grimace? You wanna to talk to Uncle Grimace? Talk to Uncle Grimace. Tell him tell him what we were doing earlier. Were we, were we working earlier? Yeah. What were we selling? Mr. What were we selling?
1: Mr.
0: That's Uncle Grimace right
2: there. Why is right it un- there. Why are you teaching her that I'm Uncle Grimace? Because you're Grimace. <laughs> I don't have to play the character. I can't play the character all the time, Chad. I want to. <laughs> Tell Uncle Grimace what we
0: were selling earlier. Were we selling apples? Yeah, did I get did did we sell apples? How many apples did we sell?
2: Three.
0: Sold three. How? We made a lot of money off those apples, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, we did. And then and then we got a raise. We got that big four million dollar raise. Are you ready to get your four million dollars? Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna buy with your four million dollars? Alabama. you're gonna buy Alabama like the whole state good choice what are you gonna do with it what are you gonna do with it once you buy it you're gonna just get some money but but once you spend the money what are you gonna do what are you gonna do with Alabama after you buy it are you gonna like are you gonna build a big candy land there yeah okay you're gonna build a big candy land yeah so are you gonna have fun at candy land are you gonna invite all your friends
2: I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, I'm gonna buy it from my friends.
0: Are you gonna invite all your friends? Are you gonna invite Maddox? Is Maddox allowed to go? Uh-huh. Is Maddox allowed to come to Candyland? Yeah. Yeah. How, he can eat candy with you at Candyland. I hear you. I hear you. So what about um what what about Bubba and Alex? Are you gonna let them come? Yeah. Yeah. Are you excited for Christmas? What do you think that Bubba and Alex are gonna get you? Christmas jammies. Christmas jammies. You want some Christmas jammies? What else? What else do you want for Christmas? What, like, if you were gonna write your list to Santa right now, like, what would you write on there? Presents. Just presents. Like, what kind of presents? What? Santa
1: what, what? What? What did? What did you ask Santa Claus for whenever you saw him the other day? flashlight and a scarf.
0: A flashlight and a scarf. What are you gonna
2: do with the flashlight? See things in the dark. Just, what do you think she's uh, gonna do with the flashlight? <laughs> Shut
0: up, boy! <What? laughs> Sorry, we don't say that word.
2: I didn't say it.
1: Baby. Help, mommy get mad. We're gonna
0: do. Our, we're gonna do our picks in like five minutes.
1: That, the air manager, baby.
0: Impromptu child interview on the show.
2: Let's. We're gonna. But can I can I add? Right. Can I'm, I'm also adding, cutting can I, off. Go ahead,
1: go ahead. No. i was just kidding. I mean, I was just kidding. I was gonna say, and I'm also cutting off a water boy for the Jaguars who cost us a timeout in the middle of the Monday Night Football game last night. So I was actually gonna cut off, but uh, oh my god,
2: dude, Keys is gonna murder us. Oh, so much editing. Um, I will say, I'm, I'm scrolling through Facebook right now. I'd also like to cut off Facebook college football fans. Because whenever I go They're and terrible. Click, I go and click on their comments and I see what people say, like I just scrolled through one and someone someone posted. It's a vendor of ours that I'm fr- I'm buddies with that I'm friends with on Facebook. He posted, "I hope FSU gets destroyed in the bowl game, regardless of who they play." This was before the Orange Bowl was picked, like just so everyone can see how obvious it was to put Alabama in, which which is fine, which is fine. I don't have an issue with that. But then you go it's to the wrong. comments. And you scroll through, and someone com- someone commented. Who, if you click on their profile, has tons of FSU football stuff. And they said, "I thought FSU was out." And he commented, and said, "Yes, but they still play in a bowl game." And she said, "Oh, okay." It's like, are you? How are you a football fan? How do you not know wow. that your team still plays in a bowl game when you go thirteen to zero and don't make the playoff?
0: She's not. Her dad and her husband used to take her to games, God, and well, she never
1: watched. Well, I, 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 got, I will. He makes a point there, though, that I, I just want to refute. The outcome of these games does not confirm or change the credibility on... It doesn't. Because like, like, there's going to be people... Like, if Florida State gets blown out, they're going to be, see, and if Alabama loses, there's going to be people that are like, see, why does it matter? So it, 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 whatever the outcome is in these games, it should not dictate whether or not the committee got it right or wrong. No, true. I agree. They got it. They got it right.
0: I agree, but, but wrong. Moving on to our one and only pick, the only FBS game of the week. Um, in fact, I just realized we didn't even talk about the Heisman at all, and that's this weekend. Uh, quick pick. I'm picking Jaden Daniels.
2: If if I was voting, it would be Jaden Daniels, but I think Bo Nix wins it. If I was voting it would also be Jaden Daniels, but
1: I think it's gonna be ooh, I kinda when were votes due? Votes were due on this past Sunday, correct? Yes. I Think they gave it to Penix? I think Penix wins it. I think if mm-hmm. I if I'm a voter, if if I personally were a voter, Jaden Daniels wins it. I think the voters pick Penix.
0: Interesting. I think you have to give it to Jaden Daniels, but um, like I said, we got one game to pick this week. Um Always got to pick this game, regardless of how we, what we do or don't know about these teams. This is undoubtedly America's game. It is a, a game that, with all the changing of the landscape in college football, this is the one game that will not be affected. Like this game's just going to be what it is, and that's one of the great, the great things about this rivalry. It's a fantastic rivalry. Uh, it's a celebration of our country. I'm going to get really patriotic about it. I do every year. It literally is the definition of America. In 60 minutes of football. It is absolutely phenomenal. 5-6 and six Army versus 5-6 and six Navy. CBS, 3 o'clock live from Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, Massachusetts, home of the New England Patriots. Over under in this game, not a surprise. Only 27.5. Final score of this game last year was 20-17. to 17. Very low scoring game year to year. Army, a 2.5
1: point favorite. Um... God bless America, Witt. I'll tell you what. I'll go first because this game doesn't matter for me in the standings. Matthew. You two are tied, correct? Yeah. So, actually, we have something to tell you about that, uh, Matt. Witt and I
0: had a discussion, and we still have bowl games to pick, and we still have a national championship to pick, playoff
1: the, to pick. But the punishment is
0: for so a bowl game. We've changed the punishment.
2: <laughs> All yeah. right. We've had well, a majority It doesn't
0: a majority rule, two to one. Okay. So, which it doesn't affect you because you're ahead. But it does affect Lucy, who is five and ten. And at this rate, she's not catching up. As of so now, as of loser, now Lucy
2: Lucy deserves the punishment, is what we were getting at.
0: Yes. And uh, many times that she's interrupted the show tonight, I think it's well due. So, the loser has to take a picture in a rival team's jersey versus spending money to get on a plane to go to
1: Boise. I thought that it was just any bowl game nearby.
2: It was. The <laughs> Idaho Potato bowl. bowl was just something we what? just said every week.
1: That was a joke. That was the, that, what that I was had the said joke. originally. is It should be. just. You, <laughs> but to, you just had to go. You had to go to Idaho to, for the famous <laughs> Potato Bowl, which would have been funny if Southern would have in been very, in it. This year. It ages. would have been.
0: Which I may go to Myrtle Beach next week. I'm trying to convince Keys to go. Um,
1: I am. Well, don't give me that look. Why are you looking at me like that? Gee, I don't know. <laughs> Mr. The Myrtle Beach Bowl don't
0: matter. Doesn't, but why not? I mean, for $30, drive to Myrtle Beach, spend 30 bucks for an 11 a.m. kickoff, drive back, whatever.
2: I'll be in Miami. sounds miserable. Actually, that but, weekend, I'll be in Nashville.
0: So, yeah, but anyway, so we decided the punishment is you now have to take a picture in your rival... Teams jersey and post it on the Rowdy Pod on Twitter, Instagram, all of our social media platforms, and and I we have all have
2: f- to share it too.
0: And we all have to share it. So at this point, you better find an Auburn jersey because your daughter is going on Instagram in an
1: Auburn jersey. My daughter's not in this. This is this is between. Oh no no no, you no, no, brought no. Her, her name's in. on there. You brought her in. You, uh, her name's on Chad there. Chad brought her in just because he knew he was about to lose. You brought her into the this swirl. Is this you is brought this is- her into this <laughs> world
2: I, I did bring. He her into didn't bring world. her into the Ch- world, but he she was grown from so. your balls, Matt. <laughs> she was grown yeah. from your balls, no, right. so it's, it's your, your fault. Right.
0: Okay, let's not talk about a three-year-old like that, wit. But okay, where do, where do we
2: However, come from? Where do we come from, Chad? Our father's balls. <laughs> Thank you, Marty Daniels. So, anywho, so
1: it just has to be a picture in a Ravel jersey, and it goes on. It goes on through the natty now. All right, that's fine. Who the hell was going to go to that bowl game? Was anybody really going to pay that fee? Yeah. That's the point. I was a win. I was. I was winning. I won.
0: No, oh, you've already won. This is still between me and Wit and Lucy.
1: No, Lucy's not in on this. <laughs> but now, technically, I haven't won. I, I yeah, had Matt a has not and won. I
2: was going. To- Matt has not won.
0: Matt's pretty much won, dude. We're six games behind, Matt.
2: Yeah, and now we have twenty-five games to pick.
0: We're not picking every bowl game. We're
2: picking every bowl game. No, we're not. Every game.
1: We're not. We Matt, pick the damn game the damn game. Well, dude. it changes my p- I'm not going first now because I thought I had it clinched, so I was just going to be contrarian, but no. No, Matt, it's, no, no.
0: It's Army-Navy.
1: I know. Just I know. Wit
2: pick. All right. This is the worst, but yet the best episode we've ever done. This is a strange episode. But at the end of the day, I do the same thing every year with this pick. I have no analysis whatsoever. I haven't even looked into it. I pick Army every single year because my grandpa was in the Army and my one of my best friends from high school, shout out Zach Zaylor. I shouldn't say his name, talk about the army, because I'm sure people from other countries listen to this, as we've seen on our uh, <laughs> on our Spotify rap. Spotify rap. <laughs> yeah, but that's <laughs> so, uh but my one of my best friends was in Army whose name would not be mentioned, and he hates navy. Hates him. Wasn't even a huge football fan. He grew up a Michigan fan, but really didn't care that much. Now he's all about West Point. He's all about Army. And Army's a better football team. So I'm going to take Army. I think Army wins by at least a touchdown. Matt. Army is one of
1: Louisiana Monroe's two wins this year. Um, Navy is not very good. They're not good but we love America and we love these two schools. I taught a student who is now a West Point grad. I've got two other students that I taught that are current cadets at Army West Point. So for that reason and that reason alone, Army beat Navy. I'm sitting here scrolling through both of these teams schedules, like
0: trying to come up with something. And I, I can't, do it. I mean, Navy has gotten blown out by Notre Dame, South Florida. Throw out the record books on this one, Chad. Temple. Navy hasn't scored more than and they've only broke 20 twice this season. Overall, Army won this game last year. Army has been on the upward trajectory in the rivalry. Here as of recently, other than 2021 or Navy won, other than that, Army broke the streak and then continued to make their own. Again, Army doesn't have a lot of good wins this year. They beat UTSA, but then they lost to Syracuse. They got destroyed by Troy, destroyed by LSU. They lost to UMass. Um, Army actually has the opportunity to win the Commander-in-Chief's Trophy this weekend because they beat Air Force, but Navy lost to Air Force. So the Commander-in-Chief's Trophy goes to Army if they win this game. I think Army is definitely the better team of Navy and Army just based on Jeff Munkin and his ability to coach a football team. He's turned that Army program into a steadfast program. They're not going to a bowl game. Um, All the bowls have already been picked which kind of sucks that you would leave out the winner of Army-Navy in favor of 5-7 and seven Minnesota, who is going to a bowl game. But that's a story for another day, and that bowl just hates America. But overall, I think Army's the better team. I think Jeff Munkin's the better coach. Navy fired Kenny Montalolo last year at the end of the year for reasons I don't understand, just to promote the defensive coordinator. So I don't really get it. Navy's offense has been really inept. Kind of throw out the record books on this one, like Matt said. It's a great game, very patriotic game. Love this game, but overall, I am going to go with the Black Knights, and that's three Black Knights across the board.
2: That means Navy's winning, unfortunately. So, Yes,
0: that happened with us last week to Louisville. So, And Oregon. And Oregon. I'm the only one who got Alabama right. Happy about that. I'm also happy about that. Yeah. (laughs) Matt knew he could afford to pick against Bama.
2: Yeah, Matt played the... I'd rather Alabama win and me be wrong or if Alabama loses, at least I'm right card.
1: I actually gave us the very, very small chance winning that game. I didn't think we were. I thought Georgia had just kind of figured it out and it was just going to be a bloodbath. If Carson Beck and Ladd McConkey are healthy, there's no telling. I mean, it just—that's football, baby.
0: And this is the last regular season game of the year. That's it for college football. We get bowl games every day, and then it just gets bowl re-
1: games that don't matter. Bowl games that don't matter. Dad decides he wants to go to suddenly
2: because
0: dude, it—you're—you're you're looking at this in the wrong spectrum. It's—it's it's a trip to Myrtle Beach for the weekend. That's really more what it's about.
2: No, it's about going to see Coastal Carolina In, State. in
1: December.
0: <laughs> in December. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Rowdy Southern Saturday. If you enjoyed the episode, please give us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Music and follow our social media at Rowdy Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.
1: Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time.